0: This is Public Occurrences, both foreign and domestic. And now your host, Michael O'Fallon. As the elites of this world, and by this I mean the corporate elites the elites of the world leaders elected or not the elites across entertainment and sports the elites in the major religions who have been attempting to shove all of us into a digital subjective world with their great reset are being rejected all of them by the common man and when i say being rejected i mean complete refusal and much of this has to do with the common man or woman, in the world learning and understanding that, over the past two years, they have been presented with a fake world. And they haven't just been presented with a fake world. They have been told that they need to embrace that fake world, and they need to like it. In fact, they need to completely and fully embrace the fake, fallacious, tyrannical, technocratic, tracking world. And they better not complain about it. Not an ounce of disobedience will be tolerated no refusals will be tolerated by their benevolent tyrant dictators. They're tyrannical dictators that all repeat the same phrases, and the same phony phrases like, build back better. And we thank God for his provision in giving us at Sovereign Nations the courage to speak about the Fourth Industrial Revolution and the coming Great Reset over the past five years now. And we as well thank you, we thank you, the listening audience. And you really need to give yourselves a pat on the back. Because without you faithfully sharing our material at Sovereign Nations, without you faithfully talking to others about this attempt at a cultural, technological, and financial revolution, we would not have the moment that we are having right now. And that moment is truly the great refusal, the great rejection, and the great reversal. And that great reversal is coming from the largest worldwide protest in human history taking place in France, Germany, Tunisia, England, Scotland, Ireland, Australia, Israel, the Netherlands, Spain. It is, in fact, happening all over the world. Everyone is saying no. And in nearly every state in the Union of this great United States, we as well are saying no to other aspects of this attempted Great Reset of our world. And thankfully, and much due to the movement that we started in 2017, the nation is rejecting critical race theory. And now we are starting to reject diversity, equity, and inclusion as well. And the slippery politicians, particularly on the Republican side are attempting to find cracks and fissures in which to slip in the bits and pieces of race Marxism while claiming that they are completely opposed to critical race theory. And common men and women are picking up on this. It is the great rejection. And so when you have mass education of the masses, and when the common man and woman become sharp, knowledgeable, and dangerous to the forces that are trying to manipulate them, What do the progressive tyrannical elites do that have been force-feeding everyone with the Fourth Industrial Revolution? How does that despotic cabal of elites respond to the billions of people that now realize that they have been manipulated by lies? Egregious, deceitful, divisive lies. Well, those elites do what they are good at. They lie. They lie and claim that they would never do what they are being accused of. They lie and claim that they are actually on your side. That's right. They all of a sudden empathize with the common man and woman. And because they have trained billions of people to have minuscule, insanely short memory spans, they say and demand the opposite of what they have been saying for the past two years. And they believe that you will just eat it up and move on. And there is a problem with this. If you allow the liars that lie to get away with their manipulative lies, they will return again to lie and manipulate. That is what they do. And so, to just refresh our memory, what the liars that lie are doing is playing out of the old bailey and retreating to the safety of the mott. Now remember, the bailey strategy is where you push hard gain ground, and you're aggressive with your nonsensical tyranny. But when you are losing ground and your insane tyranny and subjectivism has created massive resistance, you retreat to the safety of the mod. And the mod is where you deny that you were ever in the Bailey. You deny that you have ever advocated for critical race theory. You deny that you were ever in favor of insane nation-destroying lockdowns and digital IDs. You deny that you ever would have embraced insane environmental policies and demanded that everyone embrace your stupid policies that will destroy Western civilization, economically crush nations, and prohibit the free movement of people. And you lie saying that you would have never held crazy ideas like this. And you pretend to be offended that anyone would ever suggest that you would promote all of these woke, drenched ideas. And you hope that people will allow you to get away with this and wait them out. You wait until you can create another crisis by which you can still proceed back to the Bailey to try to enforce your insanity all over again. And so you can't let them get away with what is the greatest crime ever committed against the entirety of the human race in the history of the world. I mean, a delusional crime so large that even Hitler, Stalin, and Mao would probably raise their collective eyebrows and say, quote, whoa, that is taking a bit too far, don't you think? End quote. And so when you are hearing the liar's lie, you need to remember what they were saying to us just over the past two years. You can call this portion the great flip-flop. I think we can call it the Great Reversal. So let's start with one of the most embarrassing examples of a lying liar. A lying liar lying would be Prime Minister Boris Johnson of the United Kingdom. The bumbling, disastrous Prime Minister is the best example of the tried and true strategy of when you want to manipulate the masses and push progressive tyrannical policies, find a fake conservative to do it. Because the fake conservative won't be resisted by the conservative voting base. And the progressive left will only provide feigned resistance, fake resistance, but will allow them to do whatever they want. For an example of this, with America, just think of George W. Bush. But Boris Johnson was an absolute sellout to the globalist factions over the past three years, literally as soon as he assumed his office as prime minister. And let's remember, Boris pretended to be such a champion for Brexit. And little did anyone realize that at the same time that Boris was negotiating Brexit back in 2019, that he was signing agreements with the World Economic Forum and with massive multinational corporations to plunge the UK into the Fourth Industrial Revolution. Yes, Boris Johnson did this prior to the simulacrum of a pandemic. And Boris Johnson and his cabinet was beginning to do what was necessary for these sweeping civilizational changing changes to take place before anyone outside of sovereign nations, that is, was saying anything about a coming reset. So when I was leading tours in London and Belfast in 2018 and 2019, I would point out to my guests in the bus at the roads that were being torn to pieces all over London, St. Andrews, Edinburgh, and other areas. And the reason that they were being torn apart is because those cities were being retrofitted to be smart, Internet of Things, controlled cities with automated vehicles. Because old Boris was all in for the Great Reset. For the UK's Build Back Better. And Boris was telling the entire United Kingdom why they had to destroy their businesses, destroy their lives, end their life plans, stop gathering for worship, stop gathering for the holidays, stop sitting on a bench at a park. Keep on walking or you will get arrested. And Boris was bonkers for the UN 2030 sustainability goals. Boris, and I quote, was pushing for the United Kingdom to, quote, Become a greener, more feminine Britain. End quote. And of course, at the same time as the insanity of the pandemic propaganda was being enforced throughout the UK, Boris was pushing Black Lives Matter and proclaiming his solidarity with a Marxist organization whose blatantly stated goals were number one, the end of capitalism and the installment of socialism. Number two, the end of the nuclear family. Number three, the end of policing as we know it. And as well, Black Lives Matter had other revolutionary components that would lead to the end of Western civilization and the United Kingdom as we know it. And of course, Boris Johnson led the way with his over-the-top leadership to make all things Enviro-Communist-Fascist. He bargained to hold what is known as COP26 in the U.K., which was a global congress where world leaders all fell in line with the World Economic Forum and the United Nations 2030 Sustainability Development Goals, which of course means net zero emissions by 2030 or 2040 for developed nations. Now, of course, this means the elimination of gas-powered vehicles, the elimination of cold-powered power plants, the elimination of fuel-powered jet planes, the elimination of fuel-powered ships, and the reorganization of urban city centers in smart city grids, much like Neom in Saudi Arabia. So, in other words, the simulacrum of the pandemic meant that Boris Johnson, the leader of the United Kingdom, is now hyper-woke, one of the leaders of the ultra-woke priest class of leaders in the world. Now, of course, as is commensurate with lying liars that lie – The United Kingdom was accepting boatload after boatload of illegal migrants into the United Kingdom. And of course, those illegal migrants were processed and immediately moved to empty hotels all over England. And this was happening at the same time that every pub was closed in the United Kingdom. While every bit of human movement was restricted in the United Kingdom. While people were restricted from seeing loved ones in the United Kingdom and where any objection to the now obviously insane strategies and plans for the new global citizen class was met with police batons, aggressive arrests, and jail time. So if crazy, angry Marxists are chasing down London police officers and desecrating the statue of Winston Churchill in Parliament Square, well, no problem with Boris Johnson. Let the riots and the abuse of police continue. But if you gathered to protest the destruction of your businesses and the end of your freedom of liberty through digital passports, well, now you're a bad citizen and the jackbooted thugs were going to beat you with batons and throw you in jail. And this all comes courtesy of Boris Johnson's tyrannical policies to number one, provide momentum for the cultural revolution of the United Kingdom out with the old England. And in with the new dystopian, obedient, postmodern global citizen class. Ensure that the UK follows the guidelines of the technocratic movement to ensure that the new digital ID is the system by which all citizens will be measured in the new, two-class citizen of intersectional social credit. But thankfully, Boris Johnson is a wild-eyed frat boy, party-ready, irresponsible mess of a man who ticked off his former staff, and now it has been revealed that old Bojo was partying like it was 2019 at 10 Downing Street. No masks, suitcases worth of booze being brought in, all sorts of craziness going on, while he was destroying the businesses, lives, congregations, and ability to travel of his fellow British citizens. So now with anti-lockdown and anti-digital ID pass sentiment at a fever pitch all over the UK and Europe, and after people are realizing that they were f- all funneled into a one solution solved for the simulacrum of the pandemic, Boris is nearly reversing all of his previous proclamations and Plan B restrictions for the pandemic. Standing before Parliament and literally refuting everything that he has said, was pandemic gospel just a few months ago. Removing all digital ID requirements. Removing mask mandates. But of course, just like in the United States, stating that healthcare workers will still need to be fully vaccinated. Which, of course, means that whatever fully vaccinated means on a month-to-month basis must be followed. So in other words, he's still leaving... A back bridge, not just a back door, but a back bridge back to the insane lockdowns. But we do need to understand this. Things are starting to, as was said by Irish poet William Butler Yeats, things are falling apart. The center cannot hold. And at the center of Europe, In one of my favorite sovereign countries on earth, the Czech Republic. The Czech Republic's new government on Wednesday dismissed the previous government's plan to require older adults and people in some professions to get infused with the simulated medical procedure. So, in the Czech Republic, this was due to take effect in March. But the previous Great Reset and Build Back Better, Babis' administration in the Czech Republic was replaced later in December by a new government formed by five parties and led by Prime Minister Peter Fiala. Quote, We've agreed that vaccination against COVID-19 won't be mandatory, end quote, Fiala said, stressing that his government still considers the vaccines to be the best tool to fight COVID-19. Course still leaving that back door, but opponents of a vaccine mandate had staged several large protests in Prague and elsewhere in the country. And let me just help you understand this: Prague is one of my favorite cities in the world. Uh, you, You have a city where the new section of or the new city of Prague was built in the 12th and 13th century; the old section in the 10th and 11th century, and then as well they have a huge revival of the Bella Pok style of architecture that's in Prague as well. It's stunningly beautiful. But thankfully, the new administration understands that this is a battle that they are losing. Their narrative is collapsing all around them. And in the most ridiculous, distorted, deceptive, lie-filled reversals that I have ever seen, I mean, this is truly over-the-top reversal flip-flop. This is the, quote, pay no attention behind the man in the curtain moment that you would have from The Wizard of Oz. You would have, believe it or not, BlackRock's Larry Fink. I mean, it's almost hilarious to say this. BlackRock's Larry Fink has come out to say that BlackRock is for capitalism and against woke (laughs) and is an anti-woke corporation. I mean, seriously, he's saying this. He's gaslighting people. The primary corporate 800-pound gorilla that has pressured companies and boards of directors in every sector of the corporate world to have them all go fully woke. And believe me, when I say the the corporate sector, I mean everything. I mean the oil and gas industry, the airline industry, the cruise industry, the entertainment industry, the financial services industry. And he's demanding that every corporation that was in its portfolio enforced diversity, equity, and inclusion. This is what he's done over the last several years. And pushing every single corporation in its portfolio to be ready to incorporate ESG initiatives into their credit scoring. You know, ESG, environmental, social, and obedience to governance. So Larry Fink of BlackRock is jumping out of the flaming Bailey and into the safety of a fake and completely dishonest mot. So now you can rest assured that the congressmen and lawmakers that are now talking about bringing legislation against your predatory practices at BlackRock that are destroying civilization, well, you're going to assure them that you are against wokeism. And even though it was BlackRock and Vanguard that pushed wokeness and hyper-environmentalism, you know, enviro-fascism, the totalitarian kind, into America? Well, now you're going to try to pass yourself off in the mot as a capitalist by saying that you do favor the stakeholder model instead of shareholder, which shareholders do, by the way, carry legal shares. And as well, remember that stakeholder capitalism is not capitalism at all. It is national socialism. Yep, so BlackRock, who has sent the majority of the capital to China and that has been pushing to install a Chinese-styled ESG social credit system in the United States, is now saying that he is against the woke and for capitalism. He is lying the entire time. And now Larry Fink will start calling anyone who brought the actions of BlackRock to the forefront over the past four months, and this means, of course, yours truly, I'm the one that kind of started this whole thing, they will call us all conspiracy theorists. And if you haven't heard my podcast on BlackRock, please go back and listen. Everything that I stated is completely verifiable. So what Larry Fink will do now is, as wokeness has become the obvious enemy of anything true, of anything objective, of anything that is in line with our current systems of justice, of constitutionalism, Larry Fink will now abandon the Bailey and retreat to the Mott. He will pretend that all of the pressure that he has exerted on corporations and financial institutions across the United States over the past 10 years never happened. He will lie about his push for ESG, even though he is on record stating that this woke subjective criteria will be used for our new postmodern-ish credit system. And Larry Fink will lie. He will lie like all those that have played this game with all of us over the past 10 years. And he will gaslight anyone and everyone that questions his verified push for woke capital and a totalitarian technocratic authoritarian model. He will lie like all lying liars lie. And he will hope that you, who probably have some of your mutual funds wrapped up in corporations that he controls, won't notice. And at the same time that he is saying these things, he will still push the National Socialism models of stakeholder capitalism. And he will pledge allegiance to the UN, and the World Economic Forum's 17 Sustainability Goals, because this is the Great Reversal. And one aspect of the Great Reversal is that you will see is a lack of sorrowfulness, truth, or repentance for taking the entire world down this chaotic road of shattered lives, deaths by the hundreds of thousands, needless deaths, destroyed businesses, And broken dreams. Because that is what the gaslighters do. And so now, from the CDC, to the airlines, to Starbucks, to the Czech Republic, to Japan, to the UK, to the woke Death Star itself, BlackRock, they will jump from the burning Bailey and into the defensive Mott. And while they do this, they will tell you that you are nuts to ever think that they were attempting to disrupt and dismantle our current systems. And of course, then afterwards, assemble new, woke, and viral communofascist systems. And ladies and gentlemen, just as I had advised in dealing with the leaders of the push for critical social justice and Christianity with Tim Keller, Al Muller, Legan Duncan, and many others, you had better hold them to account because that is the only way to put us back on the path to upholding the standard of truth. There is a way. There is a way that leads us forward to a real, objective, new normal that will be a better normal than what the technocrats have in store for us right now. And it is an old truth. And because... We hold these truths to be self-evident. That all men are created equal. That they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. That among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes. And accordingly, all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing in, invariably the same object invents a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, It is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. I'm Michael O'Fallon, and this has been Public Occurrences Both Foreign and Domestic.